0: you ever find yourself asking, why isn't this taught in school? My entrepreneurial and parenthood journeys really highlighted the gap between what the world needs and what our schools are actually teaching, and how woefully unprepared most people are to achieve their greatest dreams. The people truly winning in a postmodern economy have a different set of skills that aren't taught in school, and are privy to information not taught to the masses. With that in mind, we invite you on our journey to glean from the world's most successful leaders and icons of industry the real skills the next generation needs moving forward. We are on a mission to help teens skip the lunch line for the front line of a movement, empowered with the knowledge and skills needed to thrive in a fast-paced, dynamic, ever-changing world. This is Skipping Lunch Lines. We're glad you're here. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Skipping Lunch Lines. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode. If you didn't catch our chat with Alon David, founder of 90X Planners and Coaching, you're going to want to do that as soon as this episode is done because we discuss goal setting and we all know that setting goals is a huge predictor of success. Today, my friends, you are in for a treat. I am super excited to introduce you to Erin Klein. She's a serial entrepreneur and the proud mama of the cutest little boy. I invited Erin to be a part of this launch because she is also a podcast host And her podcast is called The Confident Women Podcast, where she, along with her co-host, Rachel Brooks, help women overcome their own limiting beliefs to achieve things they never thought possible. And that, my friends, is something all of our teens need. Welcome to the show, Erin. Thank you.
1: I'm so excited.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. As I said, you know, this is our second episode. So uh, basically what I'm doing for these launch episodes is just asking our guests one very important question. And that is what is the one thing that helped you become the successful entrepreneur you are today? <laughs> the one
1: thing. Um, if I had to think of one thing that it would be, um, would be resiliency. Um, just never giving up and taking every uh, everything as a learning, everything as a learning tool. You know, um, I have zero fear of failure. I guess because I've done it so much. So after you fail enough times, it just becomes, it's not so scary and you can learn and grow and build upon each one. So I guess if I had to pick one thing, it would just be um, willing to be adaptable and, and pick myself up and figure out what I learned in those lessons and build upon it.
0: Right. I love that. You know, resiliency is such an important skill to have in life. And I'm wondering, is there something in your background, um, your parenting that, you know, your parents instilled in you that helped you to be, to be resilient?
1: Um, Probably. I, I think a lot of it is uh, growing up playing sports. I'm very into sports a lot. I coach basketball now. Like I think having kind of like an athletic background and that competitive background, right. It's kind of, In sports, you learn if you get knocked down or you mess up, right? If you either hang your head down on the sideline and don't get back in the game because (laughs) you're crying about the play or you figure it out and you learn and you get better. And it's just that, that drive and that want to get better. I think with my, my parents, um, a lot of tough love kind of, And, and I don't mean that in like a bad way, like they were great parents and they loved me, but there was definitely that, um, you know. Be, wipe, pick yourself up, dust your knees off, and keep going. Kind of parenting for sure, and um, I don't want it to sound bad. There, there was definitely nurturing, but but I think just having yeah, parents that that tough love and and just being around, I guess, athletics and that competitiveness, and having coaches along the way that you know teach you, you either you know, focus on the last play and the last mistake that you just made and you don't get back in the game or you, you got to keep playing.
0: (laughs) Right. And so do you remember your first real failure, like in terms of like, was it your first game and then how you initially felt and maybe what your coaches were able to do to like, kind of pull you out from that or were you Uh, confident?
1: Yeah. Um, that's a really, really good question. My first big failure, like ever. I don't know. I don't know if I because I feel like I can think of a million failures I've had in life, business, relationships, sports. But I think if we're talking as a kid growing up, I remember being a sophomore in high school and getting a chance to be um, play varsity basketball, which was exciting for that for when you're a sophomore. That's pretty cool. And I remember it was like a really close game. against a rivalry team. And I was really good at defense. That's kind of what I was known for. And so, uh, in the, in the you know, last few minutes of the game, when it's that close, there's a lot of substitutions. I was going in a lot defensively to get the ball back. And I remember like having this steal and like driving down on the left side, right. And I'm right-handed and this left-handed breakaway layup and missing it. <laughs> and we ended up losing that game and whether or not it was that one play never comes down to it, but you always think like, ah, it's my fault. We lost. Um, and from that, and it was a left-handed layup, right. And I'm right-handed. And so the next few days, um, at practice, I made sure that when practice was over, like I just worked on shooting with my left hand over and over and over again. Cause I was like, I don't want to have that chance again. And because my left hand is my weak side, having, you know what I mean? I did, I just wanted to get better at it. So I yeah. think that I haven't even thanks, Dara. I haven't even thought about that in <laughs> forever. Now I'm still mad. <laughs> I missed that
0: layup. But well, no, yeah,
1: and obviously it's stuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that because you know, at the end of the day, you didn't dwell on it too long. You know, you didn't let it stop you from from playing the game. You know, you got back in the game and you said, okay, you know what? This is a this is my weakness, and I'm going to go ahead and you know work on this thing. Um, but also not ignoring your strengths as well, you know? So I love that. Uh, Were your coaches like really supportive in that when you, when you lost or were they like, how did they react to that?
1: Um, I think my coaches were pretty good about knowing um, some of our personalities and I, after games, especially after a loss, like I can bounce back and and change my attitude and be ready to go. um, But I need some time so like so immediately after the game there was no conversation there was no conversation at all which is worked out perfect um and then it was a long or it was a home game so then just I lived pretty close to the school and then yeah next day at practice just started working on it and um, the JV coach actually she was more more my speed than our head coach and um she made sure I knew, like, it wasn't my fault that <laughs> we lost the game, and um, not to think that, and to just
0: yeah, it sounds not like she focus had- on it anymore.
1: So, so it was good. I think you're coach people are gonna know.
0: Yeah, it sounds like she. Go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> your, no, you're fine. It sounds like she shifted your perspective, you know, and didn't allow you to fall down this rabbit hole of negative thinking. Um, and I think that's huge, you know, as a team, we're so worried about what other people think. We're worried about, you know, whether or not we're going to be the laughing stock of, you know, the game or the, you know, in the on the playground or whatever, you know, in the classroom. And so the yeah. fact that we're able to stop that, you from going down that route, you know, and, and showing you the bigger picture of like, hey, this is a team sport, you know, that, little incident was only one part of the whole game, you know. So I think that's right. awesome.
1: I think that's important too, because I know from coaching high school girls, not now being reverse and being a the coach and coaching young girls in basketball, I think a lot of things I notice with with young young people, what you're saying is they do get so worried about like the effect of it lasting so long. So I remember like coaching, um, two years ago, this girl, like just a breakaway, like had it and would like stop and like pass out from the key. And I just wanted, I'm like, maybe she doesn't see it. And I wanted to ask her, like, do you see that you could just take the ball right up? Like you're in there in the lane, no one's near you. And she's like, yeah, I know. I saw that. And I'm like, so why didn't you? And she's like, well, I was afraid I would get blocked. And I asked her, well, what happened? What if you what if you did get blocked? What would happen? Like your parents are still going to love you. Like everything will be fine. Like the world will still go on. Like some of you are so afraid of like making those mistakes or having that happen. And, and we put it, we make it such a, uh, make just such a mountain out of a molehill. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you're not, no, there's no such thing as a perfect game of basketball. So there's no such thing as a perfect whatever. So it's okay to make those mistakes. And like, if something does happen, that's awful like that, then it's not even awful, but like, it, it's fine right I think teenagers and high school students and kids need to learn that like it doesn't when we're in high school like you think everything's going to carry on with you for the rest of your life
0: and it, right, it's right yes
1: yeah. there's things the that can the impact world. you or, and, yeah but it's but it's not like I guarantee you nobody I went to high school with remembers me missing that layup
0: <laughs> probably <all>. not <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Uh, we want to keep these first episodes short and brief, but we invite you to come back for our full episode with Erin, where we can delve deeper into raising confident teens. Friends, I know you found so much value in hearing Erin's story today. I encourage you to reach out to Erin and let her know what you thought of today's episode. Erin, where can people reach you?
1: I am on Instagram at the Aaron Klein Show. There's periods in between the Aaron Klein Show. Um, and then on Facebook, Erin McKay Klein.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you got anything positive out of the conversation, do you mind leaving us a five-star review on iTunes? Doing so will allow other parents to help their teens create a life of fulfillment and joy, abundance and impact. Until next time, don't forget to help your teens skip the lunch line and live life on their own terms.